Confronting a spiritual disconnect. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We're moving on today in our study of Acts chapter 8. We're looking at verses 14 through 25. And moving on in the chapter, uh, today we're going to see that after Simon's conversion, there were some things that he didn't understand about the gospel or about the power of God. And um, Peter and John confront that um, as they have come down from Jerusalem to preach and teach the new converts in Samaria and to um, assist them in understanding and receiving the power of the Holy Spirit. But Simon didn't quite understand. So before we get into the text, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. Sometimes, Lord, we don't understand fully. Sometimes, Lord, we don't access the Holy Spirit's power like we should. We don't understand the resource of the Holy Spirit. We misunderstand what he's all about and what you sent him to to be for us and to do on our behalf. And so, Lord God, where we too... um, experience disconnects. We pray that by your Holy Spirit, you would make the connection within us, that we might see and receive what you have for us uh, and fully understand the mighty workings of your Spirit. Father, speak through your word today. May it breathe life into our hearts, and we give you thanks for it. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, here's Acts eight fourteen through 25. Now when the apostles at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent to them Peter and John, who came down and prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For he had not yet fallen on any of them, but they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. Now when Simon saw that the Spirit was given through the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money, saying, Give me this power also, so that anyone on whom I lay my hands may receive your Holy Spirit. But Peter said to him, May your silver perish with you, because you thought you could obtain the gift of God with money. You have neither part nor lot in this matter, for your heart is not right before God. Repent, therefore, of this wickedness of yours, and pray to the Lord that, if possible, the intent of your heart may be forgiven you. For I see that you are in the gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity. And Simon answered, Pray for me to the Lord, that nothing of what you have said may come upon me. Now when they had testified and spoken the word of the Lord, they returned to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel to many villages of the Samaritans. Simon was a new convert. And uh, he was leaving a life uh, as a charlatan, a magic show performer, and had seen that the power of the gospel, the power of Jesus, was greater than anything he had wielded when he was doing magic tricks. And um, when Philip had been preaching to the Samaritans, he was... Uh, preaching the gospel in the name of Jesus, but uh, Luke tells us that the Holy Spirit had not fallen yet on any of the Samaritan converts. So the Jerusalem church dispatches Peter and John to come and preach and teach about the Holy Spirit and then to lay hands on all of these converts that they might receive the Spirit. And that's exactly what started happening. As the apostles were laying their hands on these new believers, the Spirit of God was falling on them and they were in the Spirit. 
They were, uh, they had received the gift of the Holy Spirit, and they were now in the Spirit. Simon was observing all of this and misunderstanding what was happening. He he rightly discerned that the Spirit came upon them through the laying on of hands. Now, not all of us who have converted to Jesus Christ have received the Holy Spirit through the laying on of hands. Um, some of us have prayed our way into receiving the Holy Spirit because of our reading of Scripture, and we understand that we need to have the Holy Spirit residing within us. Some of us understood that in receiving Christ, we were receiving the Spirit. Some of us did have people who prayed over us with holy hands. Some of us were prayed for by loving grandmas and moms and parents, um, Sunday school teachers, and the Holy Spirit came upon us and Whatever way you receive the Spirit, don't you revel in the gift of it. Don't you revel that He resides within you, that He's all around you, that He's, that he's leading you every step of the way. I just give God such thanks for the Holy Spirit in my life. What a tremendous resource the Spirit has been leading and guiding me, seeing me through the hard times, encouraging and inspiring me on the journey of faith, chiding me when I've been wrong, correcting me when I've been wrong, instructing me in the way of God, instructing me in the Word, um, leading me in my life decisions, groaning prayers for me that not even my own words could express, delivering them to the throne of grace and um, translating them perfectly before God as, a, as an inner intercessor, taking the desire of my heart to the throne of Jesus. What a powerful thing. And yet Simon misunderstood what the Spirit was all about. He approached the apostles and said uh, to them in verse 19, Give me this power also, so that anyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. And he had offered them money. <laughs> uh, in exchange for the Spirit, which is just explains very much the disconnect. He was misunderstanding that this was not a financial transaction. This was a spiritual transaction. This was something God was doing in the hearts of the Samaritan believers as they put their faith in Jesus. This wasn't a monetary transaction. They weren't giving them something that they were uh, excising a fee from each believer in order for them to have. This was the power of God on, on display and at work in each of their lives. And that's the point of disconnect for Simon. Peter confronts him and says, you have no part in this. You, are, uh, you don't have a right heart before God. You don't get it. You don't get it. Um, this, you can't obtain the gift of God with money. Uh, he, he gives him some instructions in verse 22. He says, Repent, therefore, of your wickedness and pray to the Lord that, if possible, the intent of your heart may be forgiven you. Peter's very clear. You're off the mark here, my friend. Um, he's, you're in the gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity. This is sin that would drive you to think that you can buy the gift of God with money. Well, it must have. Peter's words must have spoken deeply to Simon's heart. They must have cut like a knife as the Spirit was speaking through them. And Simon answered to Peter, Pray for me to the Lord that nothing of what you have said may come upon me. I believe there was some new understanding there and some conviction there uh, as Peter spoke these powerful words confronting the sin of Simon's heart. And I think Simon's prayer is sincere. I think in this moment he understood that he did not have a right heart before God. 
You know, sometimes our calling is to confront this very thing in others that we're in close fellowship with or others that we're discipling. It can be hard. Spiritual confrontation can be a very hard thing. My guess is that if you're a mature follower of Christ, there have been a number of times on your spiritual journey with the Lord where you have had spiritual confrontation with a more mature believer who is calling out something in your own walk that you needed to confront. And that's exactly what's taking place here. Um, When was the last time that somebody uh, who you loved and trusted gave you a really clear, honest assessment of your walk with the Lord? How did that go down? (laughs) What did that look like? How did that feel? Is there somebody in your life that God may be calling you to confront in a loving way about something that's off the rails in their walk with Jesus? Would you pray through that and ask God to lead and guide you and give you insight and understanding into how you might step into that role as a, as a mentor, as a discipler, uh, as someone who cares enough about the spiritual life of that person to call out what you see that isn't congruent with the gospel? All right, my friends, ministry can be hard. <laughs> it's not always fun. Uh, But those confrontations are incredibly valuable because the Spirit of God works through them uh, to refine and deepen our walk with Jesus. All right, my friends, thanks for taking time out of your day to study with us. And I pray that these words would continue to resonate in your hearts as you consider them today. God bless.